This episode brought to you by threesidedposters.com. I have to admit, this is one of the best educational tools for guitar and piano players out there. Why do I say that? Because it's easy to use. Side 1 introduces the most basic chords, while sides 2 and 3 gradually make an expert out of those hard-to-understand chords, like diminished chords. In addition, the three-sided poster is easy to read. Chords are laid out in a pattern, making chord progressions easy to follow. Once you see it, you'll understand how ingenious the three-sided poster really is. The first time I ever saw the poster, I was amazed at how quickly I could understand chord structure and learn some of my favorite songs. This is an absolute must for students. So if you're a music store owner or a musician, it's definitely a game changer. It sounds complicated, but it's not. If you play piano or guitar, you absolutely need one. If you're a retailer, you've got to have these. They're $9.95 retail. They come uh, prepackaged, barcode and QR scan. Great markup. Go to threesidedposters.com and get yours. This episode is also brought to you by Stringjoy, Nashville's boutique guitar string manufacturer. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand that there is a lot more string brands out there than there is string manufacturers. But Stringjoy winds their own strings one at a time in their shop here in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. Stringjoy isn't about gimmicks or hype. They're just dedicated to crafting the highest quality sets of electric, acoustic, and bass strings possible. And I should know because I've actually got sets on two of my guitars right now, and I love them. That's awesome. For more information about Stringjoy strings or dealer inquiries, go to stringjoy.com and be sure to check out our interview with Stringjoy founder Scott in episode 55. It was one of my favorite episodes. Welcome to the Music Retail Show. Having conversations about the musical instrument industry to take you and your business farther. The Music Retail Show. All right, hey, we're coming at you with another episode from NAM 2020. Richard and I sit down and talk with Scott Marquardt of Stringjoy. Man, I'm telling you what, we love this dude to death. We always have a great conversation and we just kind of catch up with what's going on in his world. And uh, what he thinks of Nam in the music industry uh, going into 2020. You'll enjoy this episode, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, man, we are at day three Saturday here at Nam, and uh, man, we just got out of some great meetings, Richard. Yep, um, great meetings. Yeah, great meetings, and we'll talk about that on our next recap. So yep, tonight, we'll the, yeah, tonight. Yeah. But uh, for right now, man, we are with Scott from Stringjoy. Hey guys, uh, good to be back. Yeah, yeah good yeah, local yeah. Nashville good friend yep. uh, that we get to see out here. So. Always funny uh, meeting up with Nashville folks all yes. the way out here west. But yeah, yeah. Nice I thing. think I think to kick off this episode, we need to lament Charlton. I know. I, mean, I know. Poor guy. Uh, he, he he loves his hot pot here. You yes, can't really get good yes. hot pot in Nashville. <laughs> and he, like, a week ago was like, man, when are we going to get hot pot? And I was like, we can, we can get it every night if you yeah. want. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he wasn't able to make it. And he, he sent me a text and he was like, have hot pot for me, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah. I sent him a, I sent him a text on uh, Thursday mm-hmm. of his booth, just completely empty. I know. And, uh, I just said, man, what could have been? And, you know, and yep. he, uh, <laughs> he was, he sent a, uh, an emoji that was crying back. But what was really funny is yesterday when we swung by the booth, there was a sign on there that mm-hmm. said booth closed down because of. Uh, volume. Uh, so uh, um, I was going to talk about that. So there's another booth uh, near me that I saw that same sign at, and everyone was taking pictures of it. Um, and so I asked the guy next door. Um, he had like an amp company that was right there. I was like, "Who was over here, man?" And he was like, "Oh yeah." So it was like 
a foreign company that they got like caught in customs. They couldn't get their stuff through, so they didn't have a booth. Uh, and Nam just put this up to intimidate people. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, so it's the, yeah, uh, that's yeah. Funny. That's the, so, which is funny because they had to like they never do that. That's why I was asking. So yeah. I'm like, gosh, are they really ramping it up? Uh, but they had to like print those that signage ahead of time, yeah. anticipating this. But what's even like the, the plot thickens even more because I was asking the same amp guy, and he was like, yeah, but yesterday I guess like a, a Chinese foot massager manufacturer came in and like snuck a bunch of boxes of their stuff behind the curtains at some point. I don't know if they came in at night what? or what. But so they brought it all out during the show and like set it up like it was their booth. They like just set it all up really fast and were like selling foot massagers like hotcakes, oh, you know. Where's uh, that at? I'm going down there right now. <laughs> well, so that's the thing he said. I guess Nam caught on and like eight like big brawny Nam security guys came in and harangued them and dragged them wow. all out by the collars. Whoa, that's like the, the gutter guard people that'll show up at every convention to sell yeah. gutter guards. Or yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Even though it has nothing to do well, with we had what the they're Amigos doing. Guitar Show. Mm-hmm. We made a joke about that, and they were there. They were well, at the Amigos really, Guitar Show. Because they gave us a hard time. Well, let me back up. Let me rephrase this because we're uh, recording this. Yeah. <laughs> they questioned our intentions of doing a podcast at their show. Yeah. And so they said, we don't allow people that are not in the guitar industry. And we get there, and there's gutter There's people, a gutter guard. And the gutter guard. People. Yeah. I mean, gutter's only one letter away from guitar. Well, no, actually, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. two, but it'd be guitar. Uh, maybe they just like yeah. kind of were reading through it exactly. fast. Yeah, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, yeah it's close enough. Oh, I don't know what this guitar guard is, but yeah. uh, man, we should have him in. But I mean, anyways. there's odd enough names for companies. Honestly, if something said gutter guard, I'd be like, I'm sure there's something, yeah. Yeah. something yeah. musical related to that. Put a couple that I'm pack of strings of. out front, and it'll draw attention. Exactly. You know, that's right. So, uh, but you know, Charlton, if you're listening to this, we miss you, pal. Man, and it's so funny, too, because everyone gets to Nam and just kind of whines about Nam, the, the volume and all of it and, and, and all that. But then anyone that can't make it is always you know, like, you know, it, the, the fear of missing out is intense. That's right. You know? the, yeah. the memes on Instagram alone of people not oh, being yeah. here is actually pretty funny to look yeah. through. So. But uh, anyways, but um, I don't know uh, what else is going on, man. Uh, just staying busy here at the show. It, it was uh, it was a great year for us. Last year we grew by about seventy percent, which we've been doing almost every year. But seventy percent, every, every year, like once you stack that, it gets harder to to duplicate sure. that every year. That means a lot more. When we were like tiny, that was super simple. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's been a lot of fun, and I, I'm kind of manic, so I need things to worry about and have to find new ways to redesign systems and all that that happens when you grow so uh it keeps it fun keeps me busy and keeps me uh from being a nuisance to my girlfriend so (laughs) so what's been exciting here what have you seen that you like or what have you done so there's been a bunch of stuff i've liked i I think my favorite stuff is seeing a lot of the new epiphone stuff that gibson has up there um really impressive quality with with a lot of that um and i played they have the um uh, it's like a Les Paul Double Cut Junior tribute bass that has like seven names, uh, like it's European royalty or something. Um, it's like a 999 bass, and I picked it up, and it's like the best short scale bass that I've played. I, really? I saw it and didn't huh. think too much of it, but it, it's awesome. So I mean, it's it's good to see those guys kind of stepping it up, you know? Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw they had the Epiphone uh, Lizzie Hale. Um, guitar but in place of the guitar it just said like this guitar is out on the road or something they didn't have it there yeah. and i thought about uh i saw quite a few she played that at particular something. guitar at mirc yeah ah, that's I right i wondered if that's where they all were that's right so if you, did you go in and look at some of the kramer stuff and some of that i just thing? saw it really quickly uh, but it's i saw they had the steinberger stuff again which yeah. they haven't really had out I, I, I still don't see it in stores or anything but they, so they now we there. can talk about it yeah now we can talk about it there's six, I believe, six custom-painted 
Kramers that are American in that room. Whoa, yeah. I didn't know that. We painted them. Really? Yeah, we painted them. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wh- why was that? Did they just not have kind of the setup for those particular shades, or how did I don't work? know if it was a private room or what, because I had to get escorted in there. Oh, I don't wow. know why. It's not that big of a deal. Yep. Uh, but they were doing some video and they were doing some other stuff. So maybe they just shut the room down temporarily. Yeah. But it was in the Jackson room it, and and it was cool because you walk up and you're like, yeah, we did this. That's, so there yeah, were six so pieces. Cool. So it was, wow. it was real good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. But but that's new models that mm-hmm. have come out that, that we're going to get the opportunity to paint for Kramer. Oh, wow. So some new American stuff. So. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah so Yeah, yeah. I love, like, you know, national companies using other national companies to, to do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and we, we, I can't get into it, but we had some other mm-hmm. stuff that uh, hopefully in podcasts later on we'll talk Could about. Kind of kinda long, along the same lines. I've so. seen a few things like that, too. I saw an artist model. Um, I won't say who it was, obviously. But uh, it's not being released. But they they brought the final prototype to the artists, and I saw them confirm it ah, um, cool. up there at I believe it was Gibson, Gibson or Epi. Okay, cool. Okay. That was pretty neat to see. Yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd slip that in there yeah, with yeah, absolutely yeah. no explanation. So you, it could be anyone. <laughs> yeah, so you could say, hey, I said that first. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And they're going to like, no said what, what? Uh, it don't matter. I it's going to be huge. Trust I said me. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said absolutely nothing first. You just, yeah. wait, you just wait and see. Huh? <laughs> hey, man, what about string joy strings being on every, every Epiphone guitar, man? Oh, man, that would be cool. Yeah, I think that's a, you said a national company and national company. Oh, man. Well, how Believe about you two mean. Nashville companies? Yeah, I, I know that Cesar, the the CMO over at Gibson, loves our, our stuff. He passed by and was like, "Yeah, I, I, he buys like a bunch of sets all at once." And it's it's funny because we'll get orders like that in from uh, the Fender Custom Shop or Gibson that'll order twenty or thirty sets, and we never really get an explanation. Uh, sometimes we don't get any explanation at all. Um, but I had seen his come in, and I looked him up, and I was like, "Huh, what does he want with those?" I don't know. Uh, but uh, saw him, and he's like, "I love them. I put them on all my guitars." So wow, it's pretty cool. To really? See. Yeah. You just need him to quote that so you can I actually know, right? do something with it, huh? Yeah, and actually, uh, I don't know, but he, uh, somebody, Al John from Epiphone said Cesar loved the Kramer. Oh, yeah. Uh, custom yes, shop guitars. He's got it and in his he office. kept one in his, had one in really? his office. They so. had to go, hey, dude, we got to go to NAM. Mm-hmm. Give us his guitar back. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> You know, it's kind of, I'm probably pretty hard to go to the, one of the main squeezes over there and go, hey, sure. can you give me this guitar, you know? <laughs> yeah. That is a that is a good sign, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to, I've never gotten a tour of the Nashville one. They're, they're not officially open for tours, but I know they do them sometimes. Uh, I've been to the Memphis Gibson plant, and it's super cool to see. Uh, so I'd love to see that one. We're, yeah. we're just down the road on Hill and Pike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. One of these now days, they're going to have a showroom at their new facility. On Is that Commons. right? Yeah, yeah. I know they have that uh, compensation facility. From yeah. what I understand, they're going to have a showroom down there. That'd be so. a good place for it because yeah. they are kind of, you know, it's it's where I drive to to work every day. But it's a little bit off the beaten path for artists or people passing through. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure it'd be cool to have that closer to downtown. For yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man. That's been a lot of fun. The other cool thing I did there was a fender party last night. Uh, it was at the Jam Jam. Um, thing, but uh, it was basically like it's a bunch of Instagram influencers like filling the whole room. So it's kind of like Instagram came to life, which was <laughs> different. Um, but they had like just a bunch of great players kind of teaming up. Daniel Donato was there, Mateus Asadu, and, and all these different uh, cats would come up and play a song or two together, and it was really neat to see. Yeah, stuff like that that you know you can only really catch at Nam or yeah. on any random night in Nashville, but you know, <laughs> for anywhere else in the country, you don't really see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. What are you doing? What are you doing tonight? Anything? Or so there's a uh, Earthquaker Devices, the pedal company, puts yeah. on a party uh, that I'm going to be going to. It's usually a bowling party. This year, it's at a, it's at like a pizza place or an Italian restaurant. So I'm not oh, sure what that's, that's going to be like. Uh, that'll be fun. There, there's 
no matter what you do every night at NAMM, you're missing out on something else. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Um, people I know that are way more in like the metal world said the Schechter party is going to be really, really rad. It's at I the think Grove. Like, Zach Wild's going to be there. Yeah. What are you guys planning on? Zach, well, I guess Schechter builds Wild Audio uh, yeah. guitars yeah. for him, so yeah. I guess that makes complete sense. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, we're going to go over to the Ibanez party. Yep. So we're going to see Steve I and oh, that's and I be guess cool. uh, the rumors are as um, Satriani and Paul Gilbert, Whoa. Nita Strauss, Nita Strauss. are all going to get up there yeah. and play with them. And yep. there's a couple other opening. There's two other opening bands that I, I don't remember what they are yeah. off the top of my head. That'll be awesome. All we know is there's going to be food and drinks. And, yeah, and uh, yeah. Steve with the Fender thing, there was an open yeah, yeah. bar, and I was like, yeah. say no more. Whoever's no playing, more. I'll, I'll, be I'll be there. Yeah. The wildest thing happened a couple weeks ago. I was, I was talking to my my girlfriend's parents, and their children of the uh, they went to college in the '80s, so they were talking about Van Halen all this but they are both neither of them play guitar uh, or really any any instrument but they're both big joe satriani fans really and i did, i just thought assumed that was one of those things you only really know if you're uh, if you're a guitarist since it's pretty yeah. much all instrumental but they're like yeah surfing with the alien we love we love that and for some reason it's wild for me to imagine like a non-guitarist just sitting down and listening to like just like a four minute guitar solo <laughs> i mean i couldn't do it if i didn't yeah, play yeah. the instrument but uh but they really liked it well, you, you no. guess you just never know anybody well he's not, actually yeah. really entertaining mm-hmm. even if you're not i'm a drummer yep and I, I still like his stuff, you know. And he's, he's super melodic. You know, yeah, it's not like yeah. he's just it's shredding to, your face off the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's good to put in the background and yeah. play. And but they also knew Ingvi Malmsteen, who does just shred your face okay. off the whole time. So that <laughs> yeah. was odd, too. But well, I, I was like, you guys you. know Steve Vai? Because I kind of think of those guys all together. Yeah, they start They've talking never heard about of Steve scallop Vai. racing. Or yeah. yeah the exactly. Scallop frets yep. and all this stuff. And you're like, wait a like, second. Like, wait a second. Wait you a guys second. shred, don't you? Yeah. Mom pulled out the Scallop fret gem from the closet. I play a little bit. Nine string guitar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're big uh, jazz. Like the, the Billy Sheen bass, it's all scalloped. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm on. To or the, you the now. Michelangelo. Uh, I don't know if it's Batio oh, or Batio. Batio, yeah. like the double neck. Uh, one of my my guys that works for me was telling me uh, Michelangelo Batio is playing the Springwater in Nashville in a in a couple of months. Really? Uh, we should all seems go like, to it. Yeah. What a wild we should place become to, to see him. <laughs> go to that. You don't even know what that means. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll tell you when we get off there. Uh-huh. We all get ordained and go to the... Listeners are like, oh, that was going to be the best part. And you're like, yeah. oh, well, we'll tell you off the off the air. Hey, my claim to fame is is uh, Rob Welch at MIRC. Mm-hmm. He was joking around one day, and he, he walked up to me and had two banjos. Mm-hmm. And he held them out like that, and he goes, who am I? And I was like, I don't know. He goes, I'm Michael Bangelo. Ah! And, and it was so funny. So That's I took great. a picture of him, and I put it on Instagram just joking around. I do that, and I, t- I tag Michelangelo, and he responded to really? it. And said, "This is awesome." <laughs> so uh, I just think he's got he's got a great sense of humor. So. Uh, you That's know, fantastic. You, you, you got to love people who embrace what they do. Oh, so, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to steal that joke from you. <laughs> Michael sure. Bangelo. Yeah. Michael <laughs> Bangelo Batio. I don't know. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We actually ended up thinking, hey, what what else could we do? You know, like if we did uh, like, um, uh, uh, oh, darn it. I can't even think about like if he did like Nuno Betancourt covers mm-hmm. and he was like, uh, you know, uh, darn it. I can't even pay, I can't even put the words together. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, anyways, we were trying to think about that, and then you run out, you run out of word combinations really quickly. Yep. So it was a bad idea. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Nuno. Uh, oh darn it! What did we come up with? I don't know. This is dumb. We'll just move on. Uh, but right, anyways, move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> I think the wildest thing to me about uh, LA Nam versus Nashville Nam is the fashion. 
Um, National Nam's always like, well, for the most part, pretty normal people with uh, with certain particular. Well, this is a one-hour conversation um, right now, uh, based <laughs> off of the difference between the people who show up to either one. Oh my! You word. get you actually, Richard. You said yesterday. You said there's a place for everybody at Nam. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what you are into, how you dress, or what you look like. Oh yeah. You come well, to Nam and you, you know look what's normal. Interesting. Yep. They, they talk about if California falls into the ocean, it'll sink. Yeah. There's enough buoyancy devices in this room <laughs> that we could float this whole place. So we ain't going nowhere, man. I actually it, have it no idea matter. what you're talking about. It does not matter. <laughs> I'm feeling safe, man. I don't need a life. I don't need a life vest. <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, well, you know, Nashville's a little bit more calmed down. You get sure. a lot more of those East Coast folks. Nashville's where, like, somebody yeah. walks up and he just looks completely unassuming and is like, oh, yeah, I play a little bit, and he just yeah. rips, you know. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, he plays with, like, Clint Black or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you never yeah. want to guess. Yeah. And here's where somebody comes up and they, they look like they walked out of uh, Mad Max or something. That's and then, right. like, play a couple of yes. chords. And, like, if you're not that good, how can you, why do you dress looking yeah, like why that? Why do you look like that? That's you right. can only look like that if you're playing in front of forty thousand people, and then nobody questions it at all. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So, have you run into have you run into anybody? Uh, I don't know, big, important. So, I mean, or? not necessarily like enormous, enormous people. Um, I was just talking with Cerise from uh, who played on uh, with Lizzo on the the SNL performance this fall. Oh, um, she's an awesome guitarist. She like uh, has a sister Rosetta Tharp tattoo on her forearm. And when she played at uh, the SNL, she did like the whole Sister Rosetta Tharp thing with the like triple humbucker SG okay. um, sort of thing. She rips. I was talking with her a long time. Uh, that's fun. I meet a lot of like smaller luthiers. strings? Uh, we're hopefully we're gonna send her some. Okay, great. Soon, that's great. You know, yeah. uh, meet a lot of cool smaller luthiers. I really like working with with those sorts of folks. You know, um, so that's been really fun to just meet people and talk about what they're looking to do with their guitars and see if maybe we could help. You know get something a little bit right for them. Um, a lot of those guys are interesting because they'll build a guitar that works differently than your standard Strat, and then they need kind of different strings, but yeah. sometimes they don't even know that they need different strings. Yeah, so sure. it can be some low-hanging fruit, for sure, of finding ways to customize that to make it work just yeah. right for them. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been now, a lot of fun. Now, so where's your booth at? We're at 3646. We're over in uh, Pedal Land, which is why my voice is okay. particularly okay. It's sore. loud over there. It's, it's really loud. It's like, short of the drum room, it's like the loudest part of Nam, I think. Yeah. And it's like an ambient loud too. Yeah, it's it's like not like anyone in particular. It's just the whole, whole thing's loud. Because um, you know, Nam always has that kind of Kafka-esque thing to it, where it's like the decibel meter is 85, but the whole room comes out to like 90 anyway. Yes. So they can just like get you at any time. Like yeah. it's, it's always loud enough. It's like when you're driving and like every cop, you you're speeding the whole time. Yeah. It's just a, whether they want to give you <laughs> a ticket. Your, or not. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, it feels what is like the de- that. What is the limit? It's 85. 85 I is the limit. Yeah. Okay. And if you like clock certain areas, they're they're well above 85. Oh. You know, regardless of anyone making noise in particular. Yeah. Uh, I think the wildest thing about this Nam uh, is like if you start in Hall D or Hall E and walk all the way up to Hall A, you see every type of musician that mm-hmm. you ever been. You know, you get into Drumland and then you realize that drummers all kind of look alike uh, which you never really thought before and then you get to like the the stringed instruments and the horn instruments and everyone gets really nerdy but then you go yeah. deeper into the horn instruments where all the jazz cats are and everyone looks really cool suddenly yeah. and then you go over in the live sound and it's all like EDM DJs um, with like crazy colored hair and everything yeah uh, but everyone's kind of clustered which is, yeah. is kind of fascinating to see yeah well and actually 
we've witnessed that quite a bit. We actually met uh, Matthew Hoops yeah. for the first time the other day. Uh, Ian and I ran into him at the airport coming. Did you guys down. get to record with him? No, we have not. We have not. Maybe that'll be something we can do He's in the road. But, yeah, you got to tear him away from his uh, his eight kids, though. Yeah, I know. So he, he's a busy man. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but uh, but you you start realizing that people create communities. Yeah, there's tight knit communities yep. in the pedal community. There's a lot, and I'm yeah. sure amp builders or guitar builders. There's there's people that kind of stick together and have each other's backs. Yeah. So yeah, and that's I, I really like the pedal community a lot, a because that's what I'm into a lot as a player. Yeah. I think, uh, but. It, that's a community that I think are pretty willing to try new things. Uh, so that always is a nice place for us to kind of sit within um, yeah. and get to get to meet those folks, you know. Yeah. Now, are you in your booth by yourself or do you have anybody no, else? I've got two of my guys here um, that my head winder and my head of uh, fulfillment and packaging and all that are both here. Um, the uh, the latter of whom is back napping at the place because he stayed out a little bit too late last night. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gotta gotta learn. I'm like I'm that kind of uh, business owner where I'll I'll uh, take my employees out and keep them out late, and then I'm like, but you better be up in the morning. The yeah. drinks were free, but you gotta wake up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nine that's o'clock the other start deal. time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get better at it over time, I oh, think. Oh yeah. As you get older, you get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hangovers get worse, but you're more and more used to just doing it. Yeah. I think. Um, no. But so that's always fun. Fun to have those guys out, and we talk a lot about new ideas and yeah. what, what we want to do better, what new systems we need to implement, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So oh, that's, that's, cool. that's always a lot of fun. Does your pr- presentation change much, or are you just you're just hey saying this is what we do, this is what we offer? I'm sure you're In not terms rural. Of our and, yeah, uh, you know we, we've got a new line of, of pure nickel strings that we're pushing a little bit oh, this okay. year. Well, there you uh, go. Around core pure nickel lines. So that's kind of neat to be able to introduce. We've got a guitar strung up with them, and it. That's in particular kind of a line where I think people have seen pure nickel strings before, and so we'll get a lot of folks who are like, oh, that's not really my thing. So it's nice to have a guitar with them on it that we can say, like, well, you have to have to feel these you yeah. know, to, to kind of see that difference. And a lot of people have been like, ah, I, I might have written these off as you know, yeah. the same as something else. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, but really, it's just kind of getting out and creating awareness. And, and more than anything, I think for us is meeting... Uh, dealers who I already work with and getting yeah. to kind of put a face to that name or just, you know, build that uh, community over time. And then also meeting our, our customers that, that love our stuff. It's really cool to get to talk to those folks who yeah. are like, I've been using you since you started out, you know, and yeah. that, that's always fun. And I, yeah. I usually know those guys' names from seeing it on the order list all that many times. Yeah. So that's always fun to put faces to those names too. Yeah, man, know? very cool. Very yeah. cool. And cool for my employees too. I think they... Uh, it's easy to like come in and make strings or ship packages, but like to actually connect with the people that they're landing to and yeah. having those guys be like, "Well, I wrote this awesome song because I played this different string gauge and my guitar played a little differently." That's that's fun. You know? Yeah. You ever get any of these bigger companies coming up and like spying on you, All the and time. seeing what you're doing? Yep. Really? Oh yeah. Oh uh, man. One in particular uh, that I won't name, but it's one of the big, the biggest of them. About every name, whatever we do in terms of messaging. Uh, few years ago our big thing was our guarantee we were the only company that offered like a full guarantee on our strings next nam there's a big line that says who guarantees their strings we do for the other other company uh they just put out some nine and a halfs and ten and a halfs which we were kind of one of the first to really feature um this year so we kind of exist as an R&D department for the yeah. big companies. They yeah. see what works, and then well, you, that's their thing. You should spoof on them then. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, you yeah. should, yeah, a couple months before the summer show, come up oh, with some crazy like stuff. And then at the crazy show, talk about weird gauges, talk about crazy stuff, yep. and coming soon, and stuff like that. And then at the Winter Nam show, go, psych, just kidding. That'd be a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, i got to get ahead of it a little bit. Yeah, you, know. you, got, you start on it now. Yep. 
Well, you know, when you're small and you can change fast, like, you know, anyone else can grab something that works for you and do it. But uh, if you, as long as you keep finding new ideas and, and pushing ahead, then yeah. they're always going to be a step behind at least. So oh, yeah, it yeah, works yeah. out okay. Yeah. You know. That'd be fun to spoof on them, though. That would be a, that would be a great time. I like that a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that would be. I don't know if you're like, hey, these strings sound better when they're tuned to 441. Yeah. I don't know. Or something I'm trying to think, too. Like that. Um, <laughs> I'll think on it. Yeah, yeah. think about we're it. Like, think do about like it. a salt treatment on the strings, which would corrode the strings. and be like, yeah, yeah, we actually put ours through Morton salt on the way out, something like that. Like those big salt pellets that go in your water heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. Folk, fake a, there you go. a See, treatment is, like that. This is yeah. good stuff. You could we'll roll it out it. about two months We're making submersible now. strings. They work underwater. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But it's always fun. I, I've got something new I'm cooking up that doesn't have a name yet. It'll probably be a, a later 2020 yeah. release. Uh, but I basically... So, like, on our machines, I can make a string out of anything that's wire. So I'll, I'll buy weird types of wire that are not in any ways meant for guitar and make yeah. strings out of them and see what they sound like and usually it's bad but that's you know the cost of trying to find something that's cool but i took one and if i if i say where it comes from it'd probably give it away but it's not used for guitar strings at all it's a totally different type of wire uh and i i strung it up and i i played it and i, I was like nick my, my head whiner was like you got to hear this and then yeah. he played them and they're louder than any other strings that are on the market right now uh we, we've tested a number of them and we're like a full decibel above like the mm -hmm. other loudest strings that exist um, so they'd be like a, a really high output, more bright string, probably oh, okay. great for like metal cats and stuff like that. Um, so we're still working out the kinks there, but hoping for like a late 2020 yeah. thing for that. Uh, the thing that'll be interesting, you know, uh, referring to those big guys, is there's at least one company that like says the loudest strings on the planet on their packaging. And I'm like wondering if I'm going to put like a cease and desist on them. Be like, no, ours are louder. Wow. You got to stop saying That's it. Right. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. We'll see. I probably would do that, and they would back a U-Haul truck up with like litigation papers, and I would I would really regret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm curious but. to see uh, to see where this uh, wire comes from. I'm thinking like either a cheese slicer company or you know something like that. I don't know. It's a it's a heavy industrial use. Heavy industrial. Yeah, it's, use. it's a wire that's meant to be able to heat up to to really really hot temperatures and okay. not deform. Okay. But it happens well, cool. to make cool guitar strings. Okay, and you're releasing that later this year. Later this year if okay. everything goes right. Yeah. Uh, in the past I've occasionally promised something and then, you know, a hitch that I had not foreseen will come yeah. up and that delays it, but okay. I think we'll be able to make that happen. Well, so. man, that's very cool. Very Yeah, it's cool. it's you know, when, when we started off a lot of it was doing things like phosphor bronze strings that other people had done but just doing them a little bit better. Um and now, you know, that we've grown and have more resources, we can more do things that nobody else has really done before. And that, that's, of course, the coolest thing, yeah. uh, at least in theory, is to be able to put something out that doesn't exist. So that, that's yeah. what I'm working on all the time. Well, man, know. we the music industry, I know, appreciates minds like that, yeah. trying to be creative. Actually, you know, we've, we've seen quite a few companies trying to do new things. Yes. You, you know, see a lot of that in them. Yeah, think. which, uh, you know, I get it. You want to stand out or do something different, but I think that also shows that there's a lot of confidence in the market right now because people can afford to be a little bit more risky or a little bit right. more creative. So, Well, technology creates new ideas. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's, as you see advancements in uh, technology, that's when new ideas come out. Yep. So, yeah. And that's what kind of helps us all out. Yep. Yeah. And absolutely. there's always, there's like a bunch of fun wrinkles within that. This will make me sound cynical. I don't mean it to. Um, but there's sometimes like ideas that you see somebody kind of take a crack at Every, every year or every other year, but it never really takes. Uh, the one that I can think of is uh, 
every other year there seems to be somebody new being like, check out our guitar with hot swappable pickups. All you have to do is open up the body and then you can pop a pickup right in. But none of them ever really seem to to, to take off. Maybe somebody yeah. will crack it. There's there's one called the Gyrock that is like four single coil pickups mounted on this um, like sort of roller bar that you can just press a yeah. button and it rolls to the that. next pickup. Yeah, I've seen that. Which is pretty wild. Innovative idea. I think they're like ten grand or something, oh, though, which maybe yeah. puts them yeah, a little out of reach dude. for your average uh, yeah. anybody. Yeah. But yeah. but it's a wild idea. So I mean, I guess that is the thing as an industry. We've got to try crazy things, and somebody will crack something, and then that'll be the new normal, and that's how everything gets better. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, man, I don't know what what else. What else? What else is going on? What else do you Gosh. see? Any great stories that you've had from Nam? Uh, my the Chinese foot massager was my favorite story thus far. Dude, that's uh, good. That I can think of. Um, outside of that, I just got to meet a, a lot of cool people. Uh, a- Andy Martin from Pro Guitar Shop. He was formerly a Pro Guitar Shop, and yeah. now from Reverb, he does all the pedal demos. Yeah. Um, we've got him using our, our strings as of a couple months ago. Okay. But I got to meet him after that, and that was really fun. You know, all those faces to names things I think are, are pretty cool. You know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Very cool. But lots, lots of cool stuff. Again, I think the the new stuff Epiphone's doing some of my favorite stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm always rooting for Gibson to, to do great, even though I, I love Fenders too. Um, I just I want them both to do great. So did I'm, you get a chance to check out the Slore, uh, the Slore, the Slash Core collection? Um, I didn't get a chance to play them. I walked by them and they looked pretty cool. Yeah, I got to pick up one, the AF, the Appetite uh, one, the Burst. You know, yeah. it's replicated. And, you know, it looks good. But mm-hmm. man, I'll tell you what, you pick it up, it plays and sounds resonates like a Les Paul. Yep. So, you know, I don't know. I was really interested to see what the price was going to be on it. Yeah, and they I'm didn't have too. prices on anything yeah. on there. So, but that always um, makes you nervous. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, I always wow. go, I went up there and, and I think I do this all the time where I'm like you know I can pull off a Firebird and then I pick up a Firebird and realize that it's like a guitar for a, a man that's larger than than I am. <laughs> it's, it's like they're the longest guitar. Yes. It like starts here and goes all the way out to yes. here and I'm like I I don't think I can wield that. I don't think I'm man enough to handle it. Yeah. So actually I thought it was interesting because he was playing one, but Jerry Cantrell just signed up as a Gibson artist. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, they're, the picture they released, he was playing with a Firebird. So maybe they'll come out with a. Uh, Jerry Cantrell signature Maybe model so. for for that. So, but I do know that Ian and I were talking before. I mean, he was slinging Les Pauls on all that early stuff, mm-hmm. like dirt and everything. Yeah. And he were, Ian was even saying where he went and saw him live mm-hmm. um, earlier on after after Lane Staley. But he was played a Les Paul through the whole thing. So I guess it's just kind of a natural match for them to yeah. to land there. So well, it sounds like it. Did you guys see the uh, the Parallel Universe series that Fender put out this year? They did it last year, right? Yeah, they, they put out a new little line every new, year. I okay, think. yeah. Um, what do you think of those? So they're they're pretty cool. They're definitely like those Nam type products that like I don't know if like people are gonna buy them hot off the shelves, but they make for something pretty cool and new to see. Um, the ones that were the most uh, controversial, though, they did what is basically a Black Beauty Telecaster. It's a triple humbucker, black double bound. I did not uh, see that Telecaster. One. Huh. Uh, and then there's also a Jazzmaster that is a neck through Jazzmaster with a like dark tobacco sunburst with three little toaster pickups, uh, which is a Firebird in yeah. Fender form. Um, so those are kind of interesting. I think it's kind of Fender poking the bear since Gibson did the, the authentic yeah. sort of line. I think Fender was like, oh, we can be authentically you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. So that's interesting to see, too. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what will come out of that. Probably nothing, but it's funny to see people mm-hmm. that are that big kind of spar at each other. A yeah, yeah, bit. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, they all know they're kind of poking at each other. Yeah, but yeah. Out of, uh, if you've gotten a chance to wander around besides your own booth, what do you think's the best booth out there that you saw? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I, 
so there's like I'll give like a small award and then maybe a, a big award. The small award, uh, there's a company called Btronics that makes guitar pedals mm. that are over at the end of Hall D by us. And they just have a really well laid out thing. They have this like sort of faux console uh, with like a, a video that makes it look like there's like people playing on the other side of the glass. Okay, I haven't it, seen that. It just looks really okay. cool. It's really, really well done all together. Uh, and then in terms of large booths, it's probably got to be Fender. I mean, it, it's the same sort of vibe as last time, mm. but it's like... You just feel like you're walking into into Fender brand land uh, in a really great way. They've always got a band playing, and it's kind of quieter. And, and I don't know, I, I, it's a really cool vibe up there. Yeah, How about I mean, you guys? Yeah, they, I mean they've got a lot going on. I thought the, the I thought the um, spinning mural or whatever they had in the Fender yeah. room was pretty cool. Yeah, the the George Harrison yeah. strats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, and expanding the amps in there too. Yeah, they look great. Touch. Yeah, yeah, because I, I mean they're I think they're the largest amp builder there is. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. on top of all the guitars. Too. Yeah, wow. and so. Why not have a better? Because usually they're in a little corner. Yeah, yeah, and you're it's right. like they had a whole why, wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they wanted to focus on that. So yeah, yeah. we we talked about this yesterday, Richard and I about man, their custom that corner where they do all the custom shop stuff, where mm-hmm. it just looks it looks like one off stuff, but yep. it's impressive. Oh yeah, I mean, they're, it's I wish you could get more, closer to, to some of those. Yeah. I think some of them are kind of velvet roped off. They're, it's more they're like really wall nice art stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, and um, the Taylor, we just got yeah. out of Taylor, and God, those guys that, always, it. always impressed me. That, there, that, and what was it is, it was in a, what was the model of that? I can't remember, but. Um, the cutaway? They, the, the cutaway with the, the port, sound port in the cutaway, Ooh. and they rolled out a new design. They've got the Builders Series, or Builders Edition, mm-hmm. which is, which is amazing. They've had, they just improved upon that series, but mm-hmm. they've got a new guitar that I've never seen before. I have to admit, I can't it wins. Remember the it model. wins the best acoustic guitar, hands it's down. Beautiful. Here at Nam. Beautiful. Yeah, hands down. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, one. You're talking about the Koa. Uh, the Koa one oh, with the yeah. sound port and the cutaway. Yeah. In the cutaway, yeah, it sounds beautiful. cool. They, that sounds awesome. they, 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 you know, they decided they looked at the mathematics of where to put a port on the side of a guitar, mm-hmm. and they thought that the, the degrees of like a 90 degree off of off of the sound or no he said like 110 degrees off and he's it, making it up i now. am yeah, i'm making sure. all this up 148.7 degrees yeah yeah, yeah. Due north. it has to be a prime number yeah. for it to sound just yeah. right. really made the 60 hertz to sound scientific kind of really kind of, yeah, yeah the, the right. other one i really like too and I, this always happens when i have to pick something i'm like oh yeah but that one um it's in a more subtle way, but I really liked what Martin did. They're on the main floor, yeah. uh, but I like how they have uh, imagery of everyone that works there. You know, and it's like it'll have their name. Like this person does binding, and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of that way to connect down to like the actual humans that are involved. You know, it's like this is. I, I kind of forgot. Like this is a company made by Pennsylvanians. Those are uh, yeah. salt of the earth Pennsylvania yeah. people, right up there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's neat to see. Yeah, and know. they released a new shape this year with that offset. Kind yeah, of that was kind of wild. Acoustic or not double cut, but mm-hmm. offset acoustic. Yeah, so that's I was nervous about it when I saw the picture. I thought, thought it looked a little less. Uh, it, it looked more extreme to me in the photo, but yeah. like seeing it in real life, it wasn't quite. Yeah, uh, as wild. I, I picked was... one up and strummed a couple just chords on it, mm-hmm. and it felt great. Yeah, felt great. Great yeah, guitar. That's cool so. too. Everyone's going offset, so yeah, you know, I know. Why not? That. Why try not? It. Everybody, but I will. It do is it. California. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> They're offset. No, but um, I don't know. I, I thought the the show's great. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have a long history like R- Richard coming mm-hmm. to Nam. Um, and this is my third winter Nam, mm-hmm. and I think I've been to three or four he summer Nams. He still has the twinkle in his eye. Yeah, that's does. Right. You haven't been so worn do. down like, over the years. <laughs> that's right. So I still like coming out. Mm-hmm. I like to see everything. And I like and, coming out, too. Of course. But, you know. <laughs> so, but, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know. We've met a couple people that they're kind of like, you're th- you, they're almost at the end of their life, their NAM life. They're yep. like, I don't know. This might be my last one. I don't know. <laughs> but they've been doing it for like, you ask them and you think they say like, this is my 94th NAM or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they make like it up. Yeah. I mean, it's been going on for 150 plus years, I think. It's been wow. going on for a long, long time. Yeah, well, they well, say I haven't 90, been to that many. Yeah, they say 94th Nam, and you see that they're actually 51 or yeah. something like that. But. Well, you got the winter and the summer too. <laughs> That's you know. right. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Point. you get yeah, double Nams. Yeah. Anyways, I got to remember that. I always say I've been to five, but I guess I have been to ten. Yeah. Including the summers. Good to know. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, actually, you know what? We should say something. This is uh, this episode was brought to you by Stringjoy. Oh, is that? Tell me about those guys. Yeah, well, let me tell you about those guys. Hold on a second. I've got this guy named Scott. He should uh, put a plug in for his strings. Actually, that's what we've been doing the whole time. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, all y'all that are listening, thanks so much for for tuning in and hearing me talk. You probably heard enough about the brand. Uh, But... We make great guitar strings right in Nashville, Tennessee. We make them one at a time. Uh, we're dedicated to making the highest quality strings we possibly can, offering the most options out there for a player so that you can hone in and find the perfect tone for you. Um, so if that sounds like something you want to be a part of, find us at stringjoy.com, on Instagram at stringjoy, anywhere you like. Uh, we're always happy to talk with you and find the perfect set of strings for you. Good job, Did I do man. okay? You act like you know what you're talking yeah, about. I've done it man. too many times now. I, <laughs> yeah. I dissociated from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, that's all we got, I guess. That's yeah, all we got for good tonight. Enough. We got Scott. We got Scott, man. Hey, we appreciate Thanks, you coming y'all. on. Oh, yeah. it's hey, always you know a pleasure. what we should do when you roll out mm-hmm. those new strings this year, later this year, then... You know, maybe it'd be kind of cool if you kind of came on and kind oh, of made an awesome. announcement about that and talk yeah. about that as well. It'll so. be like a like a book tour. I need to do like a, a coordinate like a podcast <laughs> tour around Designing the strings. Or, of strings. or at yeah. least down na- down Nashville tour, you know, yep. down the road, so, you know. Down to down to Franklin. Yep. So anyways, we appreciate it. Appreciate hey, you. Guys, it's always a pleasure. Thank All you right. so much. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Own a music store or sell guitars online? Need more inventory to stay competitive in today's market. MIRC is the nation's largest wholesaler of quality used guitars. Visit www.mircweb.com to become a dealer today. Thanks for listening to the Music Retail Show.